Welcome back in, everybody. I'm Howard Bender, the GM Jim Bowden here by my side so that we can do another episode of MLB Front Office Insights, where we do a team-by-team breakdowns of all things fantasy for Major League Baseball teams. We talk about everything from the, the lowest of prospects to the upper uh, rafters where the general manager uh, sits. So we cover everything here, and today... Well, we stop off in uh, <laughs> one of the funnier places to start off, and that would be Oakland. The Oakland Athletics, who play at E. coli Stadium here in Northern California. This team, uh, in a full-on rebuild, they only won 60 games last year. Uh, they won. A, they lost 102, and I don't know, Jim, taking a look at this offseason, it looks like more rebuilding for the Oakland Athletics, did they get any better, like overall as an organization with this offseason? Well, they certainly got younger, they got more athletic, and they got uh, a little less expensive is really what they did. Let's talk about some of the things they did do, Howard. And the big trade they made was trading catcher Sean Murphy to the Atlanta Braves in a three-way deal that involved the Milwaukee Brewers. It was a complicated deal, a deal where Murphy goes to the Braves, right-handed pitcher Joel Piomps to the Brewers, uh, Oakland ends up acquiring outfielder Story Ruiz from the Brewers, along with left-handed pitcher Kyle Muller, catcher Manny Pena, right-handed pitcher Freddie Tarnock, and right-handed pitcher Robert Salinas from the Braves. The Braves also sent William Contreras, and uh, the catcher, and right-handed pitcher Justin Diego to the Brewers. I, I don't know if you got all that, but the bottom line, the most important part of that deal was that Oakland acquired center fielder Astori Ruiz, who right. is one of the fastest players in Major League Baseball. They made some other deals as well. They were smaller trades, but the more significant one was trading left-handed starting pitcher Cole Irvin to the Baltimore Orioles for minor league middle infield Darrell Hernandez, another guy that can fly, very athletic, a lot of speed. They traded left-handed pitcher A.J. Puck to the Mariners for former first-round pick J.J. Blade, although they've already sent him to the minor leagues. But, Howard, besides trades, guess what? Oakland also got involved in free agency. They got the checkbook out. Alenmus Diaz, two years, $14.5 million. Uh, backup infielder Chase Peterson uh, got a two-year deal. He's expected to start at third base. They added some pitching. Okay, the biggest signing was Trevor May for their bullpen at one year, $7 million. They picked up Drew Rosinski at a one-year, $3 million deal. They signed Japanese right-handed pitcher Shinataro Fujinami, one year, $3.25 million. And they picked up Jesus Aguilar to play first base. So those were the moves. They were busy. They were hectic. And all the moves, you take a deep breath and say, of all the moves they made, who's the guy that could affect in fantasy and it would be a story, Ruiz, who's a guy that can provide stolen bases if he can steal first base. <laughs> wow, isn't that always the way with some of these speedsters? Uh, the on-base percentage is low and, uh, and and trying to work their way in. But, yeah, he's – listen, if you, uh, if you like those uh, one-category wonders, uh, Estery Ruiz is, uh, is, is intriguing, uh, well, in, in a year or two. Um, all right, let's let's take a look at this from a fantasy standpoint here. Let's go around the diamond. Um, Shea Langoliers uh, now sits up as the uh, as the primary catcher for Oakland. Jesus Aguiar, as you mentioned, a uh, little power at first base. Tony Kemp at second. Uh, Aledmus Diaz could fill in over there. Jace Peterson at third. Nick Allen at short. Seth Brown, the aforementioned Estery Ruiz, and Ramon Laureano. 
Anybody you're interested in? Well, I'd say if you're in a 27-team league that Shea Langerliers could start for you at catcher. I mean, look, Howard, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but but let's let's look at it this way, okay? If you want to look at where these guys would be on another team, Aguilar already has been cut loose by both uh, Florida teams, right? Both the Marlins and Tampa Bay. Tony Kemp's a utility player. Uh, Nick Allen's an extra player. Jace Peterson's an extra player. Ramon Laureano's more of a fourth outfielder than a starter. A story where Ruiz can fly, so maybe he becomes something. Left field, Christian Pache's not going to hit. I don't know how good Connor Capo's going to be. Ledmus Diaz is a backup guy. Now, Langlers is a good catcher. I like him, but no runs and no RBIs around him. I like the player. I mean, I think he's similar to Logan O'Hop of the Angels as a rookie catcher. But, you know, what, what is he, the 27th best catcher right now, if you had to rank him for fantasy? So, if that. If exactly. That. Exactly. So, I think position player-wise, you know, if you need stolen bases, you want to take a chance, maybe Ruiz. But, you know, some people may take a chance on Laureano because he's in the past he's had potential of being a 15-20 homer steal guy. But, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, Howard. I, I won't be drafting anybody off the Oakland A's. Uh, may, maybe Ruiz in the 27th round, but that's about it. Yeah, that's probably <clears throat> the only area I would go. I mean, maybe if I uh, if I was looking for, a, <clears throat> I don't know, a sixth or a seventh outfielder on my roster, and I had deep, uh, deep rosters, maybe Seth Brown gets a little look there, but... Yeah, there is nobody here on this team outside of Ruiz who who really turns me on. I used to love Ramon Laureano. I'm not going to lie. I thought great power-speed combo. Um, I don't remember who. I think it was Alex Cintron. Was he a bench coach? That, um, yes. that, that They had that, that whole war back and forth, and Laureano got suspended, and it, it was like that took everything out of him. There was nothing else from him after that moment. Uh, and that was a uh, that was a huge letdown, huge letdown, because I did I did think that he did have some talent, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely had some potential for sure. But this is going to be a, it's going to be a long season. It's a hundred loss team again. Uh, they'll lose more games than anybody in baseball. And position player wise, it, it's really hard to see anyone, you know, outside of Ruiz. It's really hard to see anyone that's going to score a lot of runs. Anyone that's going to drive in a lot of runs. Uh, you know, you mentioned Seth Brown, who's got power. You know, maybe he gives you some power, but he's not going to help you in the other categories. So it's just a tough team in fantasy. Uh, I think I view it more as like a four A team. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of castoffs from uh, from teams like players who just couldn't make it uh, in other areas come here to uh, to Oakland. Let's go to the pitching then. Uh, maybe I can I can entice you with uh, Paul Blackburn or. Ken Waldachuk or James Caprillion, or how about the aforementioned Fujinami? Yeah, or Drew Rosinski or J.P. Sears. Um, I'm, look, I'm going to pass on all of them. I think Waldachuk's a good prospect. He's already been sent out, but um, I think he's a good prospect in time. I, but, you know, starters, if you're playing in a league that has wins or quality saves or ERA or whip, you don't want any of them. Don't want anybody there. No. Bullpen? Yeah, Danny Jimenez, Trevor May. I think when we determine who's going to get the saves, I think every all thirty teams, um, you should look at who gets the saves, and I think they're relevant in fantasy. So I don't know—is it Trevor May going to get the saves? Is it Danny Jimenez going to get the saves? I, I don't know yet. Is it committee? save save? You can go singular there. I don't think you need to go plural. Yeah. 
right? So it's, it's just a, it's just a tough team. But I, I'd watch, you know, because look, every team in baseball wins fifty games, right? Mm-hmm. So Oakland's going to win forty-five to fifty. So someone's going to get to save those games. And you know, the problem I have is I don't have a lot of confidence that it's going to be May or Jimenez or Zach Jackson or Domingo Acevedo or Chad Smith or any of them, to be honest with you. But it's a, uh, you know, we talk about streaming or picking up guys on waivers. I'll be watching who gets the Oakland saves and and perhaps maybe at some point, uh, you know, I'll claim one of them on waivers. But as of now, I couldn't do it because I just can't trust um, what they're going to do right now on the back end. So that makes complete sense there. I think out of everything that you just said, the one thing I am 100 percent sure about is that we're taking the under on Oakland A's win totals this year. I think it was like 60 and a half uh, was the last time that we looked at that. So <clears throat> I think the under is, uh, is is a good spot to look. Let's talk for uh, for some dynasty people out there. Anybody, uh, you know, prospect-wise, maybe somebody who could possibly come up this year at some point or another, or is it Ruiz and then nothing else? I mean, I like Ken Waldercheck. He is the left-hand pitcher they acquired uh, in that trade with the New York Yankees uh, for Frankie Montas. And I've got to see him, and I like him. Um, and I think he'll make it to the big leagues at some point this year. I, I just don't think he has fantasy relevant. But Dynasty, yeah, there's some relevancy. The, pro- the problem with Oakland, even in Dynasty, is where's the pathway to them contending? You know, like I can, I can look at a farm system like Arizona's or Baltimore, and I can tell you that there's a pathway to being good in two or three years. So maybe some of their guys have value. Uh-huh. I, I don't see the runway here. I mean, look, there, there are a couple prospects I like. Daniel Susak, the catcher. Tyler Soderstrom, the first baseman, who's also a catcher but more of a first baseman. You know, I have a little interest in both of those guys. But, but where's the runway uh, for the team? You know, I think it's going to help. Uh, when they get the stadium issue resolved this year, whether it's in Oakland or Vegas, and they can start putting some money and go go sign some free agents and be able to make some trades. But in the meantime, there's so much work to be done. I, I just, I mean, for David Forrest, who's running baseball ops, this is the most difficult position I've ever seen Oakland in, in, in since David Forrest and Billy Bean got there. Like, I've never seen this this organization so barren ever before like they are right now. It's It's not a good state. It's really not a good state for them at all. Oh man, I can remember uh, because I, you know, I'm out here in the Bay Area, so I listen. You know, I hear all the lo- I read the local papers, and I, you know, hear the local news and things like that. And there was a uh, there was a grassroots campaign uh, trying to get the Sacramento River Cats to be the major league team and just let the Oakland A's fall off and be the minor league, the Triple A team. Uh, for the organization because River Cats games are selling out left and right. Nothing in Oakland. It's it's embarrassing. Like I, you know, I mean, you've seen it, Jim. You've seen the, the stadium. They have the uh, the tarps over the entire upper deck area. They just keep it all closed off because you know, unless uh, unless it was a time where Oakland actually made the playoffs, uh, everything's covered throughout the entire season. It's that depressing. Um, it is attendance wise over there. It is. And when you look at the front office and you say, okay, how are they going to handle, you know, the trade deadline coming up? And so my response back would be good luck uh, because this is an organization <laughs> that has no money, no prospects, no players, no stadium. W- what are you supposed to do? I mean, you're hoping someone wants Ramon Laureano or Seth Brown. Yeah. You're hoping like you, you don't really have anything in the farm system to deal. Maybe, maybe another catcher. 
which is, I guess, what you have. So maybe you trade a prospect catcher, but there's so much work to be done and so little resources player-wise, prospect-wise, or money-wise to get anything done. It's just a total, it's a total, I hate to say this, hashtag nightmare. It's depressing. It really is is depressing. No doubt about it. I would love to see them get moved to to Las Vegas. I think the, you know, Vegas would definitely, you know, nice domed air conditioning, air conditioned stadium during the summer. Uh, I I think it would be absolutely fantastic for, uh, for them out in Vegas. It would really be, I'd go, I'd go see if I I would take trips to Vegas uh, in the summertime and I would actually go and see some baseball. Uh, played over there, especially because you know that the stadium would just be completely state-of-the-art. I mean, I, I did a tour of Allegiant Stadium for the Raiders where they are, and that is just magnificent. Um, all right, well, I mean, this is probably the easiest uh, team preview that we've done. As we always wrap them up, Jim, we go with one sleeper and one bust. I'm assuming your sleeper is Ruiz, and I'm assuming that your bust is Pretty much everybody else. Do I have that right or do I have that wrong? Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, Ruiz would be my sleeper because of stolen bases. He's one of the fastest guys in baseball. So if he can steal first, he could steal 50 bases, 60 bases. He's that quick. I just don't know how much he's going to hit. Well, no one does. I do know that Milwaukee was willing to trade him to get Mm -hmm. William Contreras. So I do know that. And I know that they had him ranked after all their outfield prospects, Sal Felix, Joey Weimer, Garrett Mitchell, they had them after those guys um, with with concerns of the hit tool. So, um, But he's my sleeper anyway. And the bust, I'll go with Ramon Laureano, uh, you know, because to your point, there are people um, like I used to and you used to think, hey, 15 to 20, almost 15, 20 steals, that's pretty good. I think if people are drafting him for that reason, I think he'll, I think he'll fail you. I think it'll be a bust. But I could have said everyone but Ruiz on the team, to be honest. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very sad state of affairs. But there you go. We're we're not going to waste any more of your time talking about the Oakland A's. I'll tell you what, people. If you have Oakland A's on your fantasy roster after your draft, you probably didn't have a good draft. I'm just going to put that out there and and hope that you uh, you take that under advisement and uh, and avoid them. I think, yeah, Washington Nationals and Oakland Athletics are probably not the way you want to go. So that's going to do it for our Oakland A's MLB team breakdown. As always, we thank you for listening to Front Office Insights. You can hear all of our team-by-team breakdowns on the SXM app. Uh, Just search uh, Fantasy Alarm, and those are all posted there. You can also get them in our free Fantasy Baseball Draft Guide which is located over at FantasyAlarm.com. Take quick time out. When we come back, more MLB, more NFL. There's lots of stuff going on here. It's Fantasy Alarm on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio.